Yes, sir. Kyle and DJ on the mic. Gambling Feud. Partner with Coda Sports Gambling Network. Hitting bets. Hitting checks. Hitting checks. Hitting necks. I bet. Let's hit some bets. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, like I'm a pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers, locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. Locks on, locks on, locks on, locks. I don't need the keys when I get the locks. Hitting them wagers, like I'm a pacer, doing it major. LA Lakers. Welcome everyone to the Gambling Feud Podcast, episode 52, and there's gonna be like a 52 A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Why is that the case? We are doing an MLB preview show this week. We are pumped. We got three baseball fanatics here ready to roll. We're going to break down every single division. Before we do, as always, my name is Kyle Comish. You can find me on Twitter at Comdog. And joining me for 52 episodes is my cousin and co-host. Find him on Twitter at DJ Low 4422 Mr. DJ Luch. DJ, how are we doing today? It's always a great day when you can talk baseball, Kyle. So I'm excited to get into this and... I know you're thinking we're like six games into the season. How are you doing a preview? But it's 162 game season. So this is basically a preview. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited. And today we're getting joined by another special guest. We brought in uh, what we call our baseball guru here uh, at uh, the Coda Sports. He's probably the only other person that knows anything at the Coda Sports uh, Network. We have Alex Long in the house. Uh, I, yeah, love, we're... I, I love getting the old special guest entrance when it's like, you guys have to be sick of hearing this guy. <laughs> There's no way. It's like, oh, this fucking guy. Again. I, I heard special guest. I was like, yes, There's some exciting news. Oh, no, it's just this fucking guy again. He just rambles. <laughs> but no, I'm back. I'm here to talk some baseball. Let's get into it, baby. Yeah, we're going to be covering all six divisions, and we will do them in kind of mini segments, as Kyle alluded to. Uh, so basically, ideally six 20-minute episodes. Uh, so if you want to learn about a division, we'll be covering basically the starting rotation, the bullpen, their hitting, their defense, and then just, you know, the young talent that might enter the league this year. And just kind of give you – and then at the end of the, the, the kind of discussion, we're going to give each team our own personal grade, and then we'll average them together uh, to kind of summarize, you know, how good is this team right now uh, for betting purposes, just for knowledge purposes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Kyle, you ready to – jump on into it yes sir i am so again be sure to check out all six episodes we're going to cover every single team every single division but if we're ready let's go play ball all right first up we are going to talk about the al east again pretty there's there's some it's very top heavy and the bottom like really isn't even close but we'll go through each team one by one dj what team are we going to start with here well let's start with the we'll just go alphabetically here we'll go baltimore orioles here and we'll start with their starting rotation. And honestly, my, my opinion of this rotation, they have some potential with, you know, three guys that are 27 year, years old. But the average ERA, as you mentioned earlier, uh, is it's not good. It's four point like eight, four point closer to five. This team struggles. The only bright spot this team has is 28 year old John, John Means. He's been really good. His record's not good because the Orioles are trash. Um, but he's pitched really, really well, really competitive, and he has a 3.62 ERA last season. I really like Johnny Means. Like, I think he might be a trade piece in this uh, coming up. 
because he's just so good and people are willing to pay for him. But he is 28. He's getting on that upper side. Uh, but as a whole, like, there's not much to say. This pitching staff is not good. Average, close to five. I- I'm giving this a D uh, rotation with, like, you know, uh, what is it? Johnny Means being – John Means being a little higher. But the rest of the rotation is D for sure. I mean, I'm right. Th- I'm right there with you. I, you, you spoke really well. Uh, Johnny Means, like I said, uh, 3.62 ER, ERA. He did have 134 strikeouts last year, which pretty, pretty okay compared to uh, some other pitchers in the, in the league like that. But just very, 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 very young. But if we're going off potential, if this squad sticks together, if they get a little more experience in them, they get a little more hitting power. I can see this being a very, very solid squad, but unfortunately it's just not the case. I've seen pretty much all these pictures this year so far. My dad's an Orioles fan. So I've been watching Orioles games with him. They're just not very good. I'm right there with you, DJ. I am also giving this pitching squad a D. So yeah, I'm not even going to waste anyone's time too much here. You boys have both hit it spot on. I, a lot of question marks. I'm not, I'm not calling them bad. They've been underwhelming thus far in their young careers because there are three 27-year-olds. John Means, who's 28 and has done well, he's the only established guy. And then a 31-year-old, you know, shouldn't be there. Realistically, four of these guys probably aren't in any other starting rotation in baseball. So I have no choice to give it a D. But with the young talent, like, you know, with the young question marks there, potential-wise, for sure. I get what they're doing. They're rebuilding. I I definitely don't disagree with what they're doing. But for this year, you know, the product you're putting out on the field, as of right now, it's definitely a D. Yeah, so that's easy easy D right there. Uh, We'll go to bullpen, Kyle. You know, I I, I thought about this one long and hard because uh, that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> the uh, nice one. No, thank you. Um, yeah, I just, you know, they had some injuries last year with some some people, and I got to thinking, I really, really like their closer this year, Cole Solcer. It's their, it's his first year as a closer. Last year they did closer by committee, but last year, you know, he had a five and four record. He had a two point seven ERA, which for an Orioles pitcher, a below three ERA is phenomenal. I don't care where you are in the rotation or where you are in terms of like in the bullpen, a 2.7 ERA is great. So I think he's going to be a really, really solid closer. I don't, I don't, I don't want to waste any more time. Cole Solcer just got traded like a day ago to the Miami Marlins. And I learned that while I was doing the research for the Marlins. But so, I, yeah, no, when it, well, as soon as I saw it pop up there, I was like, I know that name from somewhere. And the only reason I know it is from doing this. But yeah, he, he is playing for the Marlins now and he's vying for some save opportunities in that bullpen. So I, that, that kind of takes away. I guess I'm it confused. It takes away a lot. I'm confused why Kyle doesn't wake up and check the MLB transactions every single morning. Yeah, why weren't That's you That's what rational this? humans do. I, I yeah. <laughs> why weren't I'm, you I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't wake up in the morning and grab my coffee and I'm like, huh, I wonder what the Orioles did today. <laughs> I don't do, I don't do that. So I wonder what the fuck the Orioles did today. Yeah, that, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the furthest today. thing from my mind, if we're being honest with you. So that changes everything with my grade. I ha- yeah. I had them at a C with Solcer. Was Solcer not there anymore? I don't like I don't like the rest mm-hmm. of their staff. Again, they're still fairly young. Besides Solcer, their ERA is about four or above. I'm also giving their bullpen a D. 
Yep. Yeah. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. The Orioles are bad. Their bullpen's bad. Their starting staff's bad. Like their pitching as a whole is bad. They're clearly a D like they should be an F, but I don't want to embarrass them because they do have a little potential. I'm sure they have some dudes that, you know, come up, but there's nobody big on this list that I'm like, Oh, this dude's respectable. I don't respect any single bullpen guy. They're a D for sure. Yeah. See, I'm i uh, I'm going to go same as the other boys, but uh, a little more disrespectful as DJ. I will go ahead and give them the F here. They, they had one player in their bullpen that was worth a shit, and that was Cole Solcer, and they traded him away. And, I mean, I'm sure they got prospects back. Again, I, long-term, good, probably good move. But overall for this year, like, they just got significantly worse in their bullpen. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm going to give them the F there in the bullpen. Very fair. All right, on to hitting here. They actually do have some young, exciting hitters. Like, I'll give them credit. They have Trey Mancini, which if you guys don't know the Trey Mancini story, it's one of the cooler ones in baseball. Dude had cancer, got cured of it, came back and played. Uh, and he's good. Like, he can hit. He can really yeah. hit. He hit 21 home runs last season. They also have Ryan Mountcastle, who Kyle roasted last year. He's like, their leadoff hitter is this Ryan Mountcastle. Or their three hitter. Their three hitter is Ryan yeah. Mountcastle. And Mountcastle is actually good. He had 33 dingers last year, 89 RBIs. He's a beast. He strikes out a ton, but it is what it is. Then they have Cedric Mullins. I believe he is uh, a youngin as well. 27. 27. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's on there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Cedric Mullins. And then just other guys like Anthony Santander is decent. Austin Hayes. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of – they got – if you're wondering where Rubio yeah. Odor ended up, he ended up with the Orioles. I mean, they have some interesting pieces, but none of them have consistently put it together. And no one in the lineup really scares me. Like, mm-hmm. anyone in this lineup is not batting top four for any team. And when you don't have a single guy who would even yep. consider, like even threaten top four, you're bad. But I, I will give I will give this lineup a C for hitting wise because the, they do have a lot of like interesting players. And yeah, they're not awful. Like they can hit. I've, we've seen this year. They've scored runs this season. They just the pitching is what murders them. Yeah. And then not having above average hitting with yeah. bad pitching, that's why they're losing games. So I'll, I'll give this hitting lineup a C. I yeah. mean, you took. Got out, got out. I was just gonna say I'm I'm gonna follow right on point there with Deej. I, I I'm giving it a C as well. I they do have some young, you know, talented hitters that you could see being pieces to a future team, and that, and that's why I give them that. And even the pieces that you know aren't a future team, you know, kind of top to bottom, they have they have a solid they have solid hitters in place. Whereas you can't say the same about their pitching. You haven't. I I can tell you ninety percent of their pitchers' names before I you know did some research before this. The hitters, I I I know almost all of them. You know, on a lot of it's just after last year them getting playing time on a really shitty squad. You know, it's not saying they these any of these guys are top four hitters, but they're not bad. They can score some runs. They're they're an average that they're an average team with you know Ryan Mountcastle is solid and young as fuck cedric mullins is young and really solid and trey mancini is impossible to root against so i give him a c as well all right well yeah last episode or the last year's mlb preview show i did roast ryan mountcastle quite a bit but just for the fact that nobody's ever heard of him Mm -hmm. he, he basically set a name for himself last year and stuff like that uh cedric mullins really really solid leadoff man but my problem is, is I want to give this lineup a B. I really do. But my problem with doing that is they score most of their runs off of home runs. They're not very good contact hitters. They're more 
power hitters. And that scares me for the fact that if they don't hit a, a dinger, it's going to be a loss. And they've shown that time and time again, just this season. So with that being said, I'm going to give them a C, but if they can get some contact hitting in that lineup, they can be really, really solid, I think. But I am going to give them a C just for the fact that they're more home run hitting than anything. Yep. And defensively, I don't think they're bad. I don't think they have anybody like that's gold glove level. I, I don't see anybody on the list who's gold glove level, but they're definitely not bad by any means. I, I think they're C close to B, but they're just average. Like they're just, everyone's just decent, but no one's over the top where it's like, this guy's going to make an insane play, but they have no weak spots. Um, I think they have no weaknesses, really. Uh, maybe catcher position, but Jacob Nottingham's decent. Whereas, well, Rob- and they have that, uh, that what's his name, the young freaking Adley Rushman, the prospect. Yep, yep. He he would have been the starter had he not gotten injured in yep. spring training. He's like the number two prospect in all of the MLB. Yep. He for sure would have been starter, and yeah, he'll he'll shore up that that catcher spot because they're just old and just yeah. And he could give that that lineup the kind of you know you never you never know with rooks like that. I'm not saying I'm not expecting anything. I have no idea about this guy, but he's the number two prospect for a reason. He could very well come in and infuse some energy and jolt into that lineup that, like we said, already has some solid hitters around that. If you can put a star in there, like. All of a sudden, you, you're working, you're, you're cooking with a little something. The now Orioles you, now are doing, you get some pictures. Yeah, the Orioles are doing something good here. So I feel like we're shitting on them. We're giving them a, a lot of bad grades here, but they, I, I see what they're doing for sure. Because yeah, I, I, I'm, I'll, I'll go the same way. I'm, I'm going to give them a C on defense. Just get back to the point. Um, I'm, I'm a little closer to giving them. I think they're a little closer to D defensively than to B, but. I just think that's because they don't have those prime athletes. They don't have that gold glover. They don't have that, you know, whether it's Byron Buxton, Jason Hayward, Mike Trout, that really good defender Mm -hmm. somewhere across that lineup. They're all average to below average defenders. And so that kind of, you know, it takes away, you need that defensive leader, but again, that guy could come from anywhere. I don't know this team very well. They could definitely surprise me and be better defensively than a C. No, I mean, uh, DJ took the words right out of my mouth. They don't have any gold glovers, but they don't have anybody that's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mount Castle's very, very solid at, at first. Uh, Santander in the outfield, very, very good arm. Otherwise, the rest of them are kind of okay. I, I don't want to give them a B just as a pity vote, but I do think, like I said, they're average, but they're not below average. So I think they deserve a C in defense. I think that's a very fair grade. 100%. And we've we've definitely been not shitting on them, but just calling it like we see it. Mm-hmm. But the area of, you know, most hope, if you are an Oils fan, is this prospects. I mean, they have the number two prospect in Addison uh, Rushman or whatever. Ad, Great. Adley Rushman. Adley Rushman. Sorry, there you we just go. botched a little No, yeah, I, yeah, no, we need it correctly. <laughs> He's going to be here. You guys are going to yep. want to know the name by yep. the end of the year. He's going to get playing time because mm-hmm. they're so bad. And he's a premier young catcher. He will be like one of yeah. the youngest catchers in the league for sure. He's 24 years old. Yeah. Yep. Switch hit batter. Yeah, no, he's he's a talented dude. I mean, I've, I've seen a little bit on him. Talented guy. And again, this team doesn't have any catcher. Like, None. they have yeah. no catcher there right now. So there's no reason. There's no one in place to compete with him for playing mm-hmm. time when he gets back. Yep. He's the number two prospect. And then on yeah, and then on top of that, we talked about how bad their pitching was, and they have two guys, the number six prospect and the number 90 prospect, who are both supposed to uh, come up this time sometime. Grayson Rodriguez is the number six prospect. He's 22 years old. 
again, it's what they need. They need yep. some big pitchers that to come up and really let it up. And they have a couple of those. And then they have a 64 prospect and a 66 prospect. So, I mean, they have what five prospects in the top hundred. And yeah. And those, and to be clear, those 64 and 66 are projected to get here next year. So yep. on a team that's underperforming like the Orioles, there's, it's not a stretch that either one of them could, you know, get fast tracked or pushed mm-hmm. up a little early and make it here this year. Yep. Be a so, name to keep, keep hold of. But So I'll give their uh, prospects a B, maybe an A. I just, an A seems a little aggressive, but I guess, you know what? No, I'm going A here. They have A prospects um, because they have the number two and the number six, and it's a pitcher and a catcher, two of the biggest positions like in the field. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving them an A here. Uh, I think the, these prospects are, I think their prospects, they, they have a decent farm system going here, which if you don't have a good team, you need at least that to give you mm-hmm. hope. So yeah, I'll go that. Yeah, yeah no, I'm going to hit the same, same note here. I'm going A. We've, like I said, I've, we've been kind of shitting on them this entire time, giving them shitty grades, but, uh, I've also been saying they've been doing things the right way here. And so this is where it pays off. I, I give them an A here. They do have two of the ten, top 10 prospects and both of them are supposed to be here within this year. Outside of that, they have two more or three more top hundred prospects. One of which could be here this year. The other two of which very well could be here either this year or next year. So they're all very close to being here. This isn't like, you know, five, yeah. da- five years down the road, this team's going to be really good. <laughs> it's like, no, these guys are coming. These, these guys are coming and this team could turn a corner here real soon. You know, that's a, that's a lot of, that's a big influx of young talent at one time. For a team that needs so, it yeah, and will give yeah. them opportunities. Yeah, exactly. to, like, has, there's has no, there's no risk. Yeah. There's not like you're yeah, jumping. They're not winning any games. Yep. Yep. There's no so, pressure. So yeah, exactly. Yep. Spot on. Yeah, I mean, you guys said it really, really well. Uh, I think Rodriguez is – I think when he comes into the league, he's he's going to get uh, playing time really, really quickly because, like I said, that, or, that Orioles lineup right now is garbage. But also looking at their farm system, I know, DJ, you mentioned it. Like, their farm system, like their triple-A, double-A, high-A, and single-A, all of them were top of their division. I mean, they have a really, really solid farm system going right now. So I'm going to give them an A as well, not just because the prospects they got now, but also because of how good their farm system has been. So I'm not saying they're going to be like the Cubs were like the Cubs are terrible. They bring in all these minor leaguers and they win the World Series. I'm not saying that in the slightest, but I am saying that their farm system is good enough to get them to a much more respectable position than they're in right now. Yeah, no spot on. Uh, Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Move on to the Red Sox here, Boston Red Sox. Uh, starting rotation. The Red Sox are more of an offensive team, in my opinion. They have a lot of vets. Uh, most of their pitchers are well over 30 or into their 30s, and they're nothing special by any means. They, Yeah, they do have Chris Sale on, on the DL right now. Uh, another vet, another old guy. Uh, the only young prospect they have is Tanner Hoke, uh, and he is three. He had a 3.52 ERA. Um I don't know this rotation with Chris sale. This rotation's maybe a B, but without Chris sale, this rotation's for sure a C for me. Um, and he's going to be out a good amount of time yet. So I'm going to go with C here. We watched Rich Hill get lit up today. Why well, he didn't he got the win though? Ah, never mind. Yeah, no, a C rotation. This rotation's not good. They're closer to five ERA than they are three, and I think that's very indicative of how they play. They outscore teams. They don't have the pitching, at least in the bullpen. Or the starters, geez. Yeah, and I guess on top of that, I'm just going to piggyback off of that because I'm going to go with the same thing here. Honestly, I'm even 
no, I can't go D because they do have proven guys there. So I will go with the C as well. But um, I, along with on top of what DJ said, they just don't have the young guys. You know, mm-hmm. these guys are all average, but they don't have potential to get better. We've seen what these guys are. Pavetta's been around a while. Evaldi's been around a while. Michael Walker's been around a while. Rich Rich Hill's been around forever. Uh, literally pitched for every team in the league. I swear. Even their fucking eight, like Chris Sale is over the hump of thirty two. They have one guy there, Tanner Houck who's 25 years old, went one and five last year with 3.52 ERA. Like, that's one guy with some potential. Outside of that, you're all on the downhill. And so these guys are average right now, and there's no reason to believe they'll be getting any better anytime soon. They're average so, trending down. They're C yeah, trending to D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying C, and by the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if they're a D. Yep. It's the biggest weakness, I believe, with the Red Sox. For sure. Um, so, so I'm going to differ with you guys just slightly here, just for the fact that, uh, I I like Nathan Eovaldi. I've been an Eovaldi fan for a while. You know, he had 195 strikeouts last year. That's pretty dang solid. And he only had 35 walks with those. So his control and his pitching has been really, really solid. Uh, Nick Pavetta has to improve. I mean, being, being a number two and being nine and eight on a really solid Red Sox team, that that's unacceptable. So that needs, that needs to change. And then you guys talked about, you know, Hulk, Waka, and Rich Hill. Rich Hill was probably playing with Babe Ruth. He was dabbing him up. He's been playing in the league so dang long. But uh, I'm actually, just for the fact that I think Eovaldi is really, really solid, I'm going to give him a B. I think, I think, they're, I think they're a B. I think for veteran-wise, like, they veteran, they're for sure a B. But if you look at just, like, because, like, my problem with Eovaldi is he had his best season last year, and he was 31. And his best season was a 3.75 ERA and an 11 and nine record. It's like, dude, that was the best you've ever performed. Yeah. It can't get much better. Like you don't get better as you get that much older, uh, at least not from the pitching perspective. It, it rarely happens. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I do respect that. Like he did light it up last year. He did have a good year last year. Yep. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that point as well. I, consistency matters in baseball it's a big point and i just haven't seen that out of Evaldi before and that seemed that i would agree that seemed like his ceiling but you know as kyle alluded to the the strikeout to walk ratio does lead you to believe he could be something special so you never know but uh that kind of leads us to the bullpen bullpen here is a pretty below average to say the least I, you know, I'm just going to cut straight to the point. I think their bullpen's a D. I think they don't even have confidence in their closer, Matt Barnes. They've been talking all spring about how his velocity has dropped and how they're worried about it and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, he almost had a four ERA last year. That's not what you're looking for out of a closer and a championship winning team. Mm -hmm. You know, I think their bullpen is missing a lot. You know, you, you go to your your setups, you get a little more comfortable there with, you know, a young guy and like Garrett Whitlock. He could potentially move to that closer role and shore that up, but you're still missing multiple, multiple pieces here, in my opinion. You don't have a lot of young guys in there. I think the trade deadline, you know, that's like, that, that, yeah, that, that's a good place to make reliever help. I think they could easily shore this up, but as it sits right now, I'm going to call it a D. I think it's pretty weak. I think it's extremely weak. And I think they've showed their hand that they think it's weak as well. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree with that. Like they have some dudes who used to be good in Matt Barnes and Jake uh, Dykeman, but 
they don't have anybody like if I'm betting on the Red Sox and they bring anybody in their bullpen in to sit to win a game or in a tight situation, I'm not confident. Like I don't like any of these guys. None of these guys impress me that much. Like and, and like as an opposing team, none of those dudes scare you in the yep, slightest. No. You do not feel you you're trying to get the starting pitcher out of there and their starting pitchers aren't good. Yep. <laughs> but like that that's how bad this bullpen is. That's why I gotta give it a D here. Yep. No, I'm right, right there. Other than Garrett Whitlock, who he looks good. He looks like he might, you know, merge into the closer role. Yeah. Yep, um, yep, he I looks do like really him. good. He looks like really him. sound. But you can't win. You can't win with just one bullpen guy. So I'm, I'm also going to give them a D as well. Um, it's yeah, they just don't have anybody that scares me at all, and that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you guys in a lot of points, but the, the, the thing that why I don't think the Red Sox will not only I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they'll struggle even getting a wild card spot. You look at their starting rotation, like there's not many guys on that starting rotation that can go the distance. Like they're all guys that are going to pitch, you you know, maybe six or seven innings. Like you need a solid, solid bullpen guy. I really like Garrett Woodlock, man. Like he's 25 years old. He had a below two ERA. His his fastball and sinker were both 95 plus. I mean, he can throw freaking gas, man. But, But Matt Barnes, like Al alluded to, he had six blown saves last year like that like for for a team that's gonna win a championship that's that's really really poor i i had them at a d but i'm just going to move them up to a c just for the fact that i think whitlock is very very solid but if whitlock wasn't like like the same thing with orioles when i did the orioles like if whitlock wasn't there i'd give him a d but because he's there i'm gonna give him a c I get that because you need that one big guy, and at least yeah. they do have that guy. Yep, they do. They do have like a a potential closer of the future. Like he looked every part of it. Mm-hmm. He he's very very nice, and so that and that's the biggest part of a bullpen. So yep. they have to fill in the complementary pieces, like which, as I alluded to, is pretty easy to do via the trade deadline. Yep, that's one of the easier positions to fill. But I just with only one guy back there that I can I can confidently trust. That's why I'm going to D, but no, I definitely, I agree. Garrett Willock is nice. Like he's, he's something to keep, I think. For sure. And now on to the bright point of them, they're hitting unbelievable. Mm -hmm. They they have a lot of hitters, a lot, a lot of hitters. I'm not even going to go like, you know, these guys and they're very well known. Uh, Xander Bogarts, JD Martinez have been hitting for a while and proving themselves. Trevor Story, a big off season addition. And then my favorite though, Raphael Devers at 24 years old. Raphael Devers mm-hmm. is going to be really good because he's really good right now and he's 24. I'm not going to speak much more about this lineup. This lineup is really talented and these guys can hit. There are going to be games that hit you into a win. Uh, so I'm I, I'm going to go A here. Uh, I think they have an A lineup for sure. They they can hit uh, one through nine. They, they have a lot of different dudes who can hit really well. And they have a good mix of contact and power, which I think that's the biggest thing. So yeah, A here for them. Yeah, no, I, I'm again. I will hit the same note here. I'm going A. They top to bottom. They have one of the best lineups in baseball. They have one of the scariest lineups in baseball. I mean, they signed Trevor Story to be their five or six hitter this year. He was the number one free agent on the market, and it was just kind of overlooked once they signed him because they have that good of a fucking lineup. And they have, you know, you have youth there. Really, the only one that's old is J.D. Martinez. The rest of them could still very well add to their game, could still very well get better. 
you have power, you have batting for average, you have RBIs, you have speed. There's nothing not to like about Red Sox lineup. So, yeah, no, I'm going with A as well. Yeah, I mean, not really much more I can say. You guys took the points I was going to say, too. You know, Devers, Bogarts, J.D. Martinez combined for 89 home runs last season. Like, that is unbelievable. Now, Martinez is starting to trend downward a little bit, but they have the youth to at least bring them up a little bit. I think the addition of Trevor Story is huge. Story had a really, really poor 2020 season, but he bounced back in 2021. I think he's a solid middle-of-the-lineup middle guy. I, I can't speak much more than you guys did. I'm also giving them an A. Yeah, no, that's spot on. I think it's unanimous. Uh, defensively, what do you think, Kyle? So this, this might be controversial because I, I think we might be differing. I don't know for sure, though, but I, stats speak for itself. Devers had 22 errors last season. Uh, Trevor Story had 14. Uh, Dalbeck had 12. Alexander Bogarts had nine. You know, in the outfield, like Bradley solid defensively. The other two are okay. This DJ mentioned that their starting pitching might be the weakest spot. I think their defense is. I think their defense is going to lose them some games. I think they're really, really poor defensively. I think our, our grades might differ a little bit. I'm going to give them a D. I just don't think they're very solid defensively. So I think they're a D defense. Building off that, Kyle, I think they do have some players who are poor on defense, and I think they have some players who are above average on defense, and I think they balance out to average. Like, they have some dudes who I'm like, this guy's not good. Uh, Trevor Story is going to be playing second primarily this year, and I think his errors would clean up a little bit at that position, just less difficulty. Raphael Devers is not good at defense. He has a really strong arm, but he's bad at defense. That's just a fact, but the dude hits insane. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to give them a C here, uh, plain and simple. They have some really good pieces and some really bad pieces uh, that kind of balance each other out. Yep, I'm right on the same path here. I'm, I'm giving them a C as well. I think they do have a lot of errors, and they don't have that really one gold glove guy to kind of bring that defense together. But those guys that have those high errors, like Story and Bogarts, they have a lot of errors. They'll also have the same amount of plays that, plays. you know, plays that a dude should have gotten a base hit that they can make because they're, they're uber athletic and they, they do kind of make those kind of crazy plays. Devers, he's just bad. He's terrible. <laughs> Dahlbeck, terrible. Just bad defensively. But Story and Bogarts, like there's, you know, there's athleticism there and there's hope that you can – work out the kinks and still turn him into an average defender. Either one of them, none of them, neither, neither one will ever be a plus defender, mm -hmm. but they're athletic enough. There's no reason they can't be decent defensively, especially up the middle with both of them being plus average or plus athleticism. So yeah, I, I, I just go with the C, but I, I don't disagree with the D there's, there's a lot to, there's a lot to dislike there. Having 12 errors at first is just ridiculous. Dude, that's that's absurd. I, you should get cut. You should get cut. Yeah. The thing is, he's 26, and I think he has a lot of pop in his bat. Like, he's in there mm -hmm. for his bat. Yeah, no, that's 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 what I can get you in the base. Yep, yep. If you can hit, like, they'll find a place for exactly. you. That's the baseball. You just, you just know the, the second that J.D. Martinez retires, that's exactly where he's going to go if he sticks around. The mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> I guarantee you when J.D. Martinez then, retires, that's exactly where he's going. Then they move Devers to first and get an actual third baseman, and it actually yep. their Their defense would actually get a lot better. Right. Yeah, what are you thinking for prospects here, Kyle? 
Uh, they got some pretty solid prospects. You know, they got uh, Marcelo Meyer at short at shortstop, number fourteen prospect. He's a lefty coming in in twenty twenty four. Um, you know, Nick York at second. You know, another really solid prospect. They got uh, uh, Jaron Duran in the outfield. They got some pretty solid prospects. I again, uh, not phenomenal star power with an A, but they're not average. I think they're a little above average. So I think they're worthy of, of a B. So I'm gonna give them a B. That's fair. Yeah, no, they definitely got some big pieces. Uh, really, the only person that – or the only two people is that Duran and uh, Cassius uh, are looking like they're going to come up this season. The other two guys, the number 14 and number 55 prospect, aren't. But they do have four prospects in the top uh, 100, and they have two prospects in the top 20. Mm-hmm. So I think at worst they can be a B. Uh, so, yeah, I got to go B there just because, you. I mean, having two top 20 prospects and four in the top 100, I think that, I think mm-hmm. that speaks a lot. No, I I definitely don't disagree with either of you. I'm going to give them a C strictly based on the fact that two of their top three prospects won't be here. You know, their number one prospect won't be here till 24. He's mm-hmm. a 19-year-old. Yep. He's not going to help for a while. 16 could help this year. Next one, second baseman, which also I'm never a big fan of second baseman when they're prospects mm-hmm. because that means they're bad defensively. Usually your better defenders are going to be, but assuming he hits well, you know, he's there's a reason he's prospect number 55, but he won't be here till next year. Then the other one's prospect 85. You don't know what you're going to get get out of prospect 85. So I'm going C just because there's no there's no clear cuts there and it's not coming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But, and and the one they're adding is a guy they basically already have, like mm-hmm. a first baseman that hits le- or that yeah that a lefty first baseman, like that that rule is kind of already fit. Yeah, they don't really need that. Whereas if it if the, if that guy was a pitcher, mm-hmm. it'd be big for sure. But they have no pitching and, prospects, yeah, and that's not. really what they need. So I, I really think their prospects don't tackle the issues they have. They have to trade right now in order to get to solve their problems. Because yep. if you're telling me Rich Hill starts all 160, not starts all, but plays throughout yeah. all 160, I'm, I'm doubting that. It won't happen. Agreed. Yep. All righty. On to the New York Yankees. I know everyone hates them unless you like them. There's kind of the opposites of that. Uh, Kyle, starting rotation, thoughts? Uh, Garrett Cole speaks for himself, obviously. Uh, so last season, uh, hold on a second here. There we go. So last season, Garrett Cole, 16 and eight, 3.23 ERA. He had 243 K. That's a shitload of K's. That's so many. That's so <laughs> many. And he had 40 and he had 41 walks. Uh, there's every division. I have a player that I dislike the most. And for the AL East, it's Jordan Montgomery. Dude is, <laughs> dude is so trash, dude. So bad. And the fact that he's a number, he's their number two, just speaks volumes about the Yankees pitching. You know, Servino finally coming back from an injury. Injury. Cortez Talian. You you don't really know what to expect with them. They are merely a B because of Cole. Merely a B because of Cole. If they didn't have him, they'd be, they'd be a C or a D. But because they have Cole, I'm gonna give them a B. Yeah. Yeah, no, I um I don't disagree with you there. I'm going to give them a C because I don't respect Cole that much. <laughs> I mean, he's good, don't get me wrong. He he's definitely a top pitcher in the league, but I can't overlook his contract and how far he's di- like how he's how far he's clearly dipping when he's only 31. 
you know, you strike out a lot of guys, but the ERA has really never been there for him. Three, two, three is not bad, but he's never been up there with $36 million. That's not $36 million. And he's never really, I, I, again, I'm, I'm super biased. You can tell I hate the Yankees. I hate (laughs) Garrett Cole. You played for the the Pirates before that. And I don't like the Pirates. I don't like Garrett Cole. And so I might be super biased, but like, he's never been the level to me. He's never scared me to the level of like a DeGrom or a Scherzer or Kershaw, but he's been getting paid more than all of them. And so I, I just have beef with them. And so I don't respect him that much. And then the rest of them, there's nothing to respect. Jordan Montgomery was a long reliever for the Cubs when they had shitty pitchers. Like there's no reason he should be anyone's number two ever. Severino, I, I, I mean, I don't know. When he pitches, he's all right. At the, he's a slightly above average, but never pitches. Uh, I mean. I like the Cortez guy. Yeah, I'm, gonna, Cor- I'm just going to add on it. Cortez is young. Yeah. I like him. I'll say, yeah, that's not that's not bad. 103Ks, 24 walk, like 25 walks, and then a 2.9 ERA. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I really like him. I think he could be really good. Yeah. But, yeah, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. And then just the last one, the James Talion. It's just like, I, he's garbage. He's been garbage his entire career. I just, honestly, I feel like the only reason I'm giving them a C is because of Garrett Cole. Like, I feel like that's me giving him his praise. And, but I also, like I've stated multiple times, don't respect him very much at all. So, I mean, my thing might be a little biased here because the Yankees, but they're definitely a C in my opinion. Garrett Cole, the problem, my problem with Garrett Cole is his postseason inabilities. He struggled hard in the postseason. I haven't seen a good postseason performance from him. And that is scary when you're paying him 36 million and he's your ace. You need your ace to be reliable in the postseason, and he's not. And that, that's where I'm like, I don't know. He's going to get a ton of strikeouts. He'll, he'll pitch well in the regular season. Okay, I guess, in the regular season. Jordan Montgomery's trash. Luis Severino was good when he was 26 and threw gas. But now everyone throws gas and nothing special. And he hasn't pitched in three years. Like, he, I, I really don't know what we'll see out of him this year. I really, like I said, I like that Cortez. I think he could be really good. And James Talion was trash for the Pirates. He's trash now. He's not good. He's terrible. I don't know how he's starting for this lineup. So, yeah, a C. They're not – they're – oh, my gosh, it's bad. They're literally like the Red Sox. Them and the Red Sox are the same. No pitching, good hitting. Yeah, no, very well put. I um, That'll kind of take us to the bullpen, which I'm kind of sitting similar boat. I'm going to go a little higher than my C, though. I'm going to give them one up. I'm going to go a B just because they do have better numbers. They do have, you know, you have Aralis Chapman for one in the closer spot, which that, that'll that just anchor down your entire bullpen. And then the rest of them, you have a 2 ERA, a 3 ERA, a 3.5 ERA, a 3 ERA. And so, you know, you, you've got guys there with potential. Now, I can't – none of these guys – none of these names will instill fear in any of them. That's why I'm only giving them a B, giving them a B, but the numbers that they put on it, you know, they've got good numbers. The stats are good. They performed well last year. And so, you know, a little consistency and they might instill some fear. They have the potential to, but they're not just not there yet. So I'm going B. Yeah, no, right there with you. Their entire bullpen is slightly above average, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. Chad Green, Jose, like they're all slightly above average. And then you have that, you know, that stamp, that punch in Aroldis yep. Chapman. 
So I, I'm going to give them a B as well. I think their bullpen is their strength of their pitching, and I think they rely heavy on their bullpen. Their bullpen comes in early a lot of games, and they keep them in a lot of games. The, the Yankees score most of their runs in the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning, and their bullpen keeps them in it till that. And I, I kind of respect their bullpen for keeping that starting staff even get a contract. Like, if it wasn't for the bullpen, a lot of those dudes would be without jobs. So, yeah, no, bullpen, definitely a plus for them, but still only a B because they don't have those superstars. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys said it well. DJ actually took the point I was going to say. They scored later on, and the records show it. Like, Chad Green had 10 wins last year. Uh, Jonathan Loisega had nine wins last year. I mean, and those two guys have pitched a lot. Chad Green has a 3-1-2 ERA. Loisega has a 2.17 ERA. I'm not so sold on Chapman, just for the fact that he is getting older. His uh, average pitch seat, pitch speed has gone down to 93 miles an hour, which is definitely low for him because he's always been known to be the guy pitching hundreds plus all the time. But like you guys said, I'm giving him a B just for the fact that I um, I do believe that they are the reason they win a lot of their games because the starting pitchers will go out early outside of maybe Cole. But other otherwise, they're really, really solid, but they're also not star power. So I think a B is a good grade for them as well. I have I have one question on the Aroldis Chapman stat, and I'm not – it's a good it's a good stat, super interesting stat. My only question would be, one, you know, what his average speeds yeah. were the years before, you know, relativity. And then, two, you know – I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing for him with Is it you know, control you know, issues. You know, he's still he's still competing. You know, he hasn't been as dominant as he was when he first came. But I guess the point I'm trying to make is the league is becoming much more. Almost everyone has a pitcher that can throw 100 now. Whereas when Chapman first came in, that's why he was special is because he could throw 100. I think he's just adjusting to the game more and throwing more sliders and change ups than he did early in his career. And that's why it's trending that way. I that and so that's why I still respect him. I think he is adapting to the game, and I, yeah, I'm not again not disagreeing with you at all. Super interesting stat. I would just like to dive further into that stat at some point because mm. it, it, it intrigues me. Yep. Intrigues. No, you're you're absolutely right, and 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 you and you guys both both said it. Like he came into the league or back back when he first started, there wasn't very many guys that threw a hundred. No, he was he was the first one to start doing this consistently. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's what made him. And he melted like, dudes. Like mm-hmm. when he came in, people were not ready for it. He was just well, like, like you said, DJ. Far. He was throwing fastballs so much. He was walking guys constantly too. So his yeah. con- his uh, walk numbers are way down. But I felt like for him, his bread and butter and the reason he was the closer was his fastball. And his fastball isn't up to hundred miles an hour. It's back down to that 93, 95 mile an hour range, which scares me a little bit. But also, like you said. He's not walking nearly as many guys, and he's still a very, very dangerous closer that nobody wants to see. He's got some nasty stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, now hitting. What do you got here for this lineup, Kyle? I mean, for first five: Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton, Donaldson. Big thing: can they stay healthy? There's always at least one of those guys is hurt, but if all five of those guys are in and healthy that is one of the nastier lineups in baseball the first five in baseball so uh bottom of the lineup not really that great there are a few stars but i think the top of their lineup it's very it's a very top heavy lineup again the major major question mark can they stay healthy but just based off the eye test what you see i'm giving them an a yeah um i don't blame you for that at all I'm going to go with a B. Yep. 
strictly based on the boomer bus aspect. The Cubs employed that for years with home run or bust. And that is, you know, that's what the Yankees are doing here. They have no guys that are, you know, contact first hitters outside, you know, of those guys you just listed outside of maybe Rizzo. The rest of them are power first, 250 average guys. You know, you get runners in scoring position. You don't always need a dinger. You need a base hit. And I watched it for enough years on the Cubs to say, I don't see enough contact hitters on that team to see them getting it done. They still have a lot of dudes that scare you, which is why I have them at a B. They're just missing a piece or two. Again, could get done in trade, but right now I, they need some contact hitters for me to move them to an A. I have them at a B. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that B analysis. And the reason why I do, if you want to do power, strictly power, they're mm-hmm. an A. They're an oh, A+. Plus. Sure. No they're doubt. an A+. Plus. No Everyone doubt. in that lineup can hit a dinger, and they can go nine dingers in a row. Oh, you could have a home run derby of strictly their lineup. It would be entertaining as hell. Oh, dude, Stanton versus Judge versus Rizzo versus fucking Gallo. Joey Gallo, Josh Donaldson. Like, oh, my gosh. Literally. This lineup can hit dingers for days. But when it comes to contact and putting the ball, bat on the ball, and mm-hmm. taking good ABs, this is not the lineup for that. They're, they really aren't. They have some pieces – uh, and DJ LeMahieu and Rizzo, who are more contact heavy guys, uh, but the whole lineup as a whole cannot. N- they're they're a C, maybe even a D contact. So I go B here. They're a dangerous lineup. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Anybody can take a yard at any time. One of the best lineups in the league. Don't yep. Be, again, yep. One of the scariest lineups. Yeah. Sure. Scary for sure. Yeah. For sure. But again, I, one of, part of my reasoning is I watched it with the Cubs, where they had as many power hitters as you could get. Everyone was a fucking home run or bust guy and I clearly didn't work and so you know you you have to get some of those guys that are going to just put the ball in play right. and um, that's exactly oh, sorry Al no you're good you're good I was just I was just gonna say and that's exactly when people talk about like the Cubs like a couple years after the World Series in the world and the World Series I, and I and I mean this the biggest difference between the Cubs when they won the World Series and when they did win the World Series was Dexter Fowler because extra yes. power was a solid leadoff man. He could hit. He could hit really well for contact. They got rid of him, and they just struggled like that. Yes. Extra power was by far the biggest reason they won the World Series. Could not. Could not agree with you more. He was the. He was the engine for that team. He was nowhere near the best player on the team. But when he went, they went. If he was hitting well, if he was getting on base, the Cubs were scoring. Yep. Like it. It was. I. He. I remember he got injured. He was injured for a good portion, and they were a sub-500 team during that portion. But when he played, they were, you know, they won 75% of their games. Like, it was such a big discrepancy. When he hit, like, 260, you know, played above-average defense, he didn't do anything special, you know, but he was just one of those guys. He just – he was a perfect leadoff hitter. Mm -hmm. And so, kind of relating that to the Yankees, the Yankees don't have a true leadoff hitter. In the opening day, they started off with Josh Donaldson. I don't know if you know Josh Donaldson, but he should never bat leadoff. He has never. no potential to steal. He has no potential to get extra base hits. He is a dinger or bust kind of guy. He's going to get a lot of strikeouts, but he'll hit a dinger later in the game. He's not a good leadoff hitter. I honestly think Rizzo is their best leadoff hitter, but Rizzo honestly fits perfect where he's hitting for them. I believe he's hitting uh, three for them right now, and he's done really well. He's batting like over 308, uh, and he's got two dingers. So it's tough, but the Yankees don't have that true uh, leadoff hitter, and that's why I think their lineup's a B. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Yep. But have the have the Yankees had a true? Oh, I guess Gardner. But have they really ever had a true leadoff hitter besides Gardner? 
because they had they had bad Jacoby Ellsbury, and then they had Brett Gardner. I, I honestly I don't know if they ever have. Um, I'm Granders, trying. Granderson was power for sure. Yeah, they I? did have Kurt, they did have Curtis Granderson. He, he yeah yeah no they never they've always been kind of a dinger team though they've always been dinger oriented mm-hmm. and it worked. It, it's really fun some games and it's really ugly the next. Yeah, on to defense, Kyle. What are you thinking here for this team? Uh, the infield struggle struggle with air, errors this year. Um, obviously, like nothing like horrible that'll stick out to you like right away, like maybe the Red Sox. But they, they, they struggled this year. Outfield again, pretty okay. I think Judge can really make throws from the outfield. He's really, really he has a really good arm in the outfield. But again, nothing spectacular, but nothing that'll hurt you. I'm gonna give him a C. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with that, Kyle. I, They just – I think they're definitely C because they have a lot of dudes who are just not good. Like, Stanton can't cover ground, but he has a laser of an arm. Aaron Judge really can't cover ground, but he has a laser of an arm. Uh, Josh Donaldson has been, you know, generally decent at defense, but they don't really have that defensive stud by any means. And uh, Glaber Torres didn't even get the start in opening day because he's not good at defense. Um, yeah, it's it's tough with them, but I, I definitely think they're closer to C than they are B uh, just because they have so many holes and so many guys who are there to hit and not there to field, and it's very evident. Yep, I'm not going to waste any time with this. I think they're nothing special on defense. They have a bunch of average to below average defenders that are only getting older. And, you know, defense is clearly not what they're focusing on. Home runs is what they're focusing on there. And so I'm giving them a C. I don't want to know. I, they have potential to, you yeah, know, it, be a B, but I think they also have potential to be I'm a D. It. Yeah, so, yeah, no, they definitely do. I'm sitting them right at a C. Yep, that's spot on. Um, that'll take us to prospects, young talent-wise for them. Um, Just – so quick overview, I guess they have the eight, number 60, number 61, and 96. I'm going to give them a C here. They only have one top 50, not supposed to be here till 23. And the rest of them, they only have one that's supposed to be here this year. And he's the number 60. I mean, this you know, kind of deep. They've got four top 100, which isn't bad, but. Yeah, it's just nothing. Again, those sub fifty guys, you you really don't know. Like you have it, no it, idea. It, yeah, like, you really don't. Because baseball is like it's not like the NFL where like you kind of know, or the even yeah. the NBA where you know who's going to be good. Yeah, I MLB, mean, you have no there idea. Were so many Cubs prospects that were top twenty. Brett Jackson. Yeah, Mike Old. Yeah, Mike Old. Oh my gosh, I forgot about Mike Old. Like, I, there's been so many to go through that. I, haven't panned out that it's just like I have a hard time looking at these prospects and be like I don't care until they get up here and do something quite frankly like I get I get the hype when you're bad and all that and putting the hype behind those prospects getting excited for them but like until they show up and do something on that field it's hard to really put them into consideration much if that makes sense 100% Kyle thoughts I agree (laughs) What would you give up grade wise? Um, you know, like I said, they're, they're pretty solid prospects, but otherwise, um, again, nothing like 
spectacular give them an A, but they're not average to give them a C. So I'm going to go B. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. I kind of agree with Al a little bit. They don't have anyone coming in anytime soon. I, I do. I really fuck with the Jason Dominguez. I think he could be really good. Uh, he's only 19 years old, but he's not expected to be here for so long. I mean, three years, two years from now, it's a lot can change. And I think the biggest thing they need is pitching, and they don't have that in prospects. And see, also, the thing is, we can talk about Dominguez on our podcast two years from now. Yep. <laughs> Spot on. We'll address it when he comes. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to give them a C as well. I just – they don't – they don't have what they need, essentially. The prospects that are going to come up this year are mm-hmm. not filling positions they need, and yeah. therefore it's not helping them. Because they're adding a shortstop. It's like they already have three guys that are trying to battle for shortstop. They don't need a fourth. I don't care if he's young. They don't need him. They yeah. like they need pitching. They need relievers. They need a catcher. Like they need something else. So yeah, no, this this is not yeah. See see for them. But yeah, on to the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Kyle, do you want to start with the rotation? Yeah. So uh, very very young rotation. You know they got 24-24, and then their fifth man is twenty two, and then you got some veterans with Kluber and Yarba on the team. Uh, sh- Shane McClanahan, really, really solid 10 and six record, uh, 3.3, 43 ERA, 141 case to 37 walks at age 24. Very, very impressive. It's kind of interesting. They're bringing in Drew Rasmussen to be their second, second pitcher. He was mostly a reliever last season, which is kind of interesting. He's rotating to the starting position. And then Kluber, obviously way past his prime, still very, very solid. So I think he's going to, He's good for them. But this is a pretty underrated lineup. I think I think they're a B starting lineup. So that's what the grade I'm going to give them. All right. Yeah, no. I, they have a lot of guys who have been around for a while. Um, that Luis, Luis uh, Patino is 22, though. He's very interesting. Even Shane McClain, 24. Like, they, they have a good mix of young and old. I don't know what we're going to see out of Corey Kluber this year. Uh, same with Ryan Yarbo. I thought he was good two seasons ago, but then last season he struggled. Um uh, on the whole, though, their their lineup is going to do what they need to do, but they're not going to surprise you, and they're not going to underperform. Like they're they're a B in my opinion. Uh, they're they're going to get the job done, but they're not going to go to the extremes of being amazing or the extremes of being awful. And so that's why I got them as a B. Yeah, nope. I'm I won't hit too much on it. I got them as a B as well. Same same reasoning. They have. They've got a good mix of young guys with proven guys that have done it. They've all put up average to above average numbers. You know, I just like what they have there, but they have nothing that stands out that would give you a reason to give them an A. They have no, they have no legitimate ace, but they have a really good squad. So I'm, I'm also with a B. Under relievers. Yeah. Um. For, for me, the biggest question mark for me is they have uh, their relievers have some control issues. Like I yeah, look at their uh, reliever, Josh Fleming. He had, um, he had 65 strikeouts to 31 walks this the, uh, last year. Their setup man, JT Charganoy had 53 case to 20 walks. Uh, JP Firestone had 53 case to 33 walks and their closer had 77 case to 15 walks. So their control issues really, really scare me. They're really solid record-wise, but that's it. I'm actually going to give them a C. I think they're, I think they're a pretty average bullpen. Yep. No, I, yep. hundred percent agree. I think their pitching staff, I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I agree. I think I'm going to have to go B here. Cause you said C, correct? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, the, the, the Rays historically have dominated with their bullpen. Their bullpen has always been the first in the game. They've had super short leashes with their starters, which help their starters because then they keep them out of trouble. But their bullpen has always really performed, and they just have dudes that you don't know of but somehow pitch well. And then they get traded or they get moved or they sign somewhere else. I mean, they have three guys here that have an ERA lower than 2.73. I, I mean, and I, I've never heard of them other than Andrew Kittadridge or whatever the hell his, heck his name is. Uh, yeah, no, I got to go B here. And it's always been their strength, uh, having a B starting rotation and a B bullpen. You know, you pair those together and you just have B pitching. Um, so, yeah, no, I'll go B there. I will, uh, again, follow along with Deej. I got to quit going first. My bad. No, you're good. But I'm going to hit with the B as well. And it's strictly based off of past experience off the race. They, Deej hit a spot on. A bunch of nobodies will pitch well. And that's exactly what their stats from last year show. JT Chargoy, never heard of him. 53 innings pitch, 6-1, and one, 252 ARA. That's incredible. JP Fires, Fire Sign, like... 56 innings pitch, 4-4, four four, 273 ERA. Again, there is some, as Kyle alluded to, there is some control issues there with the strikeout-to-walk ratio, but I think that's helped with the deep bullpen and short leash that the Rays kind of use or utilize there where they can really go to anyone and they have confidence in those guys. So if one guy shows, you know, he walks one or two batters and it's like, all right, we'll go to the next guy. It's just not your night. Because none of you, we don't have that big star guy. We don't have that big name guy that has to get these innings. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a C or a, a B. Sorry. Yep. Uh, so, defensively here quick, the Rays are a super fundamental team. They don't have any big market players, but they have in order. And if you're going to be successful, which they have been, you have to do the little things. And that's defense. So, I'm going to give their defense an A here just because that's literally what keeps them in every game is playing fundamental defense and taking good ABs. Um, so, oh, we missed hitting. I yeah. skipped to defense. Ah, that's on me. Um, All right, continue with defense. Okay. Will, uh, I'll, yep. follow, I'll follow up. We'll just quickly skim through defense because, again, defense isn't overly important here. There's not a lot to note. I'm going to give them a B. A lot of the same reasons as DJ just alluded to, but they don't have any – Big name athletes, big name defenders, you know, big name guys that are going to carry that defense. But they're going to play solid defense for you. To me, that's a B. You know, they don't they don't have anything over the top. They're not going to, you know, make crazy plays that you don't expect them to. But they're going to make every single play that they should. So the definition of above average, that's a B. Yep. Nope. I, I'm I'm right there with you, Al. Um, I'm going to give them a B as well. Uh, Low and Franco on their team have struggled with errors in, in years past, so I think that um, uh, if they can improve that, they'll be a lot better. But like DJ said, the Rays are known for uh, taking really, really good ABs away, winning with their defense and stuff like that. But right now, they've struggled with errors a little bit, so I'm going to give them a B. Yep. I Yeah, no, I, I agree with you guys. Uh, I just... Yeah, I always think highly of their defense. Uh, Hitting-wise, though, what do you think, Kyle? Super, super young, man. I mean, uh, Brandon Lowe, their leadoff hitter, is 27. Austin Meadows, their uh, projected three is 26. Randy Rosarina, uh, uh, AL Rookie of the Year last year, 27. They had um, – Lowe had 39 home runs. Meadows had 27. Rosarina had 20. 
I mean, this is a, this is a solid, solid team again, outside of a Rose arena, just not many guys that like are big time stars and stuff like that. But if this squad sticks together and they continue going upward, this could be a very, very nasty lineup in the AL if they can stick it all together. But for now I'm going to give them a B. Yep. No, I think that's spot on. Um, I guess, yeah. Do you want to go first out? Otherwise, I'm going to steal all your points. Maybe. No, you can go first. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, the Rays are a team that they, they're never going to do anything crazy where they pop off consistently. But if you score two runs, they score three. They're just every hitter's average or above average, just barely above average. No superstars, but nobody that's a huge liability. That's going to take bad ABs. Everyone in the box is taking a good AB and they're going to slowly chip away at you. And they're, they, they won their first game 2-1 and they had two sack fly or I think it was 2-0 and they had two sack flies. They just do what they need to do in order to manufacture at least a run and then another run and they just keep stacking them up. Every now and then they'll pop off, you know, they'll score 8-0 like they won the other day against the Orioles. They'll do that every now and then, but they just do what they need to do to get a run in that certain instance. And it's, it's very impressive, but its ceiling is still very low. So I think they're a B. And they're going to be a B almost every game. Like, they're just going to be consistent every game. It's the thing I respect about the Rays, the consistency they have at being average to slightly above average. It's wild how good they are at it. Yep, I have nothing to add to that. They, oh, they, so they've done it so consistently with so many different average guys, average hitters, average athletes. And, you know, they, it's, it's one of those systems that you can just yep. go into and – you, you play better, you know, the players play better than they really are. So regardless of, you know, they don't have a star there. They don't have anyone hitting over, you know, 300 or anything like that that really instills fear into your lineup. But one through nine, they're going to get the hits that matter in a yep. game to yep. win the game. Yep. And so to me, that's a B. Like if, if there's a runner on third, no outs, they're not striking out. Like they're not no, going to no, do. No, they're going to put that in play. And if somehow, for some reason, they do strike out, and now there's one out, that next hitter will not. Like they won't make two faults in a row like that. The next hitter will get a sack fly or a ground out for a run. Like it's it's wild, but they're just so consistently good at doing the littlest things that they they add the biggest difference. Uh, on to prospects here, Kyle. What are you thinking of this team's prospects? They got some guys. I mean, they got five guys in the in the top one hundred. 100 here, you know, they got Shane Bodd, the number 12 prospect as a right-handed pitcher is only 22. They got a really solid outfielder in Josh Lowe, who's 24. They got some, they got some guys, obviously. Um, yeah, I, I think they're, they're solid, but again, nothing like spectacular, like the Orioles per se, but again, very, very solid. So they're, they're close to an A, but I just don't think they're quite on the crisp of an A. So I'm going to give them a B. Yep. No, I, I 100% agree with that, Kyle. They have four dudes who are going to potentially join the league this season um, at a variety of different positions. Um, Shane Baez, the number 12 prospect, looks like he could be the real thing. And he could be that, you know, he could knock out one of the pitchers who's maybe a little sus and be a star. Uh, on top of that, you know, they have three infield outfielders guys. Uh, who are top 100 prospects. And then the only prospect that's not going to come up this year is another pitcher. And he's the number uh, 74 prospect, but he's only 21. Uh, they just have a lot of good pieces in place. And this franchise ran right. Like they run it right. And they do so much more with so less that it's so impressive to me. And I, I really respect how the Tampa Bay Rays do it. And so, yeah, I, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them an A here. I'm going to give them an A. They have a lot of pieces that they need, both pitching and hitting. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to give him an A. <clears throat> I, um, a lot of good points. I don't disagree. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to give him a B strictly because of what I've hit off earlier. You know, prospects are so hit and miss. So they, they, they've got a lot coming in here, but one over the top 50. And so the, there's nothing, it, it's far from guaranteed here, I guess, is what these are. There's a lot of high risk, high rewards. If they hit, if they pan out, absolutely an A. And you can only, you can only do so much. You, you know, they've loaded up, they've got the position they need, they're coming soon. They just haven't, you know, these dudes haven't performed in the minors to give themselves a good enough ranking to deem themselves, you know, can't miss prospects. And so, to me, that's a B. You just got a lot of non-50 prospects. I'm going with a B. Yep. One thing to note, too, gentlemen, their AAA team right now, 9-1 and one on the season. I mean, their AAA team is lighting it up right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me because I bet they breed in the same culture that they have at the MLB level. And it's smart. Um, yeah, no, the Rays, such an impressive team. Like I said, do so much more with so little. Uh, but let's move on to what I'm going to call one of the most hyped team, or not will be most hyped teams in the league, the Toronto Blue Jays. If you don't like baseball, just announce your fandom as a Toronto Blue Jays fan because it is going to be fun. It is going to be electric. Uh, but yeah, Kyle, start off with rotations here and let's cover why this team is going to be so cool in the future. Yeah, so uh, big-time ace, uh, very, very underrated guy, Jose Barrios. Last season went 12-9, and 3.52 ERA. He had 204 Ks to 45 walks. And you got Kevin Gosman, uh, Hinjin Ryu, Alec Manoa, which me and DJ have talked about tons on this show. He is a beast. He's really good. And I'm not even going to pronounce the last guy's name because I don't think I could. But um, I want to give him an A so badly but the reason i'm not and i'm gonna go a b like it, it if we're if we're talking like pluses and minuses they are a b plus merely for the fact that they they, they have control issues uh Barrios last year 45 walks gosman 50 walks ryu 37 walks manoa 40 walks uh their fifth man 62 walks they have control issues which makes them not quite an a but they are dang close man if they can control if they can manage their control issues they are an a squad for sure but i'm giving them a b i respect that yeah no you uh you hit the nail on the head you hit a spot on i'm giving them a b as well i think they are they're an ace away from being an a they have the perfect perfect starting rotation they just don't have that guy who say you you get the wild card matchup you send that guy out there that you have 100 percent confidence he's going to win you this game because Jose Brios is not that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, a lot of times he'll go out there and throw a dud. He did lot- in the wild card game. In the exact scenario you're painting, the Twins jumped out to a 3-0 lead, and he immediately gave up that lead in, like, the second inning. Exactly. So, yes, he's not that guy. <laughs> exactly. Like, he, he's just he, – he's a little more fluky. And he is 27, so we could grow from it. But right now, they just do not have that ace. You give them that ace, this is a, a squad for sure. But right now, it is definitely a B. It's solid throughout. As as solid as you can get throughout. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna just going to carry off. They're as solid as a B as you can get. And they are borderline A, but they're not A yet. Kevin Gosman had one amazing season last year. Can he repeat it? Because he's 31 now, and he peaked last season at 30. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't know. Rinju, Luhu, whatever. Um, he's really good, but he's also he's also 35. Like, he's so old. Alex Manoa is going to be a beast, and he is going to be a problem. He got a dub yesterday against the Yankees. Uh, he, he's very talented, and he's only 24 years old. 9-2 record and a 3.22 ERA. That's insane. Not a fan of Kikuchi. Uh, I just don't think he's very good. He has, he's a high four ERA guy his entire life. Uh, his stuff is not that crazy, and it's very slow, and dudes eventually tee it up, and he eventually hangs one, and that's why he gives up a decent amount of runs. Uh, yeah, so they're a B, but they're definitely an upper side of the B. Uh, On to relievers here, it's it's more of the downside of the B, even, nah, even worse, actually. They just have a bunch of mids to below average guys, and they really don't have that guy in the bullpen, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to actually give him a C here for the bullpen and it, it's closer to trending to, to D and I think it's one of their, I think it's this team's biggest weakness, honestly, is they just don't have anybody other than Romano. Uh, everyone else in that bullpen is very mid, if not below mid, even worse. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm giving them a C here. And I, like I said, I think it's their biggest weakness. Yeah, I'll follow that up. Um, I'll probably go with the C as well. I rush striplings a nice long reliever there in the bullpen. He's you know pitching some bigger games, even though he's got a high ERA. But you know he's a good, good strikeout guy. The rest of them pretty underwhelming outside of Romano. So there's really not a lot to hang your hat on again like i go back to there's not a lot to instill steer i want to keep that on there please keep that on there i've been drinking but there's not a lot in, on in there to instill fear yep that's it that's the one so i yeah i'm going with c they're not bad they've got guys but there's just nothing scary there uh, I'm going to differ with you guys just slightly. And I mean, just slightly. Uh, the relievers are very, very bad. You know, their two main ones have a 4.8 and a 4.73 ERA. Very, very poor for reliever. I really like their setup. Tim Meza, you know, he he had a 5-2 and two record with a 3.4 ERA last year. Very, very solid setup, man. And I really, really like their closer, like Al mentioned, Jordan Romano. He's 28 years old. He had a 7-1 record last year. He had 23 saves off of 24 opportunities. Uh, he had 85 strikeouts and a 2-1-4 ERA. He's a very, very solid young closer. He's going to develop into that role very, very nicely for the Blue Jays. Again, definitely their biggest weakness. I agree with DJ wholeheartedly, but I don't know if they're necessarily a C. I think they're a little above average just because of those two guys and because of some other guys within the lineup. So I'm going to give them a B. Yep. No, I, I get that for sure. Uh, what are you thinking of this hidden lineup? Very, very underrated hit hitting line. I and mean, they're going to get recognized. I guarantee you this is the line that gets recognized. You know, they just acquired George Springer this offseason for a really, really solid leadoff guy. You know, Vlad Guerrero, DJ, and I talked about him a while ago. Uh, actually, last show we talked about him. And he's yep. a, just a very solid young star, going to be big in the big leagues. And their, their queen of guy, Teoscar Hernandez, he sneakily hit 32 home runs last year. And nobody talked about it. This is an A hitting lineup, 100%. So I'm giving them an A. No. 100% Kyle I agree this lineup can put up so many runs so fast and they're very young George Springer's a little old 
but the rest of the lineup is super young, super talented. They have a good mix of speed, uh, good mix of contact versus power. This is this is definitely an A lineup, and it's an underrated A. It's an A lineup that most people think is a B. Um, yeah, the only problem with that is consistency is key, and we haven't seen many of these guys consistently produce, which is the only question mark I have. But I'm going to assume that this lineup will continue to light it up. Give them an A. Yep, I will uh, follow right and pass with you boys. I'm giving them an A as well. I think they have that perfect mix of good young youth with good for good freaking um, veteran leadership. Yep. They have power mixed with speed. They have every combination you could ask for. You know, they brought in Matt Chapman this year. That's a good veteran there. You know, a good power around there, around those big, you know, obviously you have your big names in Vlad, Teoscar Hernandez, George Springer, Bo Bichette, super Bo Bichette young, is a beast. super talented. You got Kevin Biggio, who has a ton, a ton of potential there. Yep. Like that lineup top to bottom. I mean, Lourdes Garia, like they, they have, they have so much, I mean, so many, so many players that could affect this game. Like they're, they're too talented not to be an A is yep. simply the best way to put it. Their ceiling's too high. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Like, again, yeah, I, I like how you alluded to, like, their consistency is the only question mark there, yep. but they just have so many dudes that could pop off. That it'd be that impossible like, it, for all impossible. of them to be yeah. awful. Yep, yeah. I agree. Like, they have to just have a yeah. balance throughout the yep, season. exactly. Yep, 100%. I just don't see a way. And defensively, what are you thinking here, Kyle? Uh, they acquired Matt Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman was the gold glover last year. I mean, that's absolutely massive for their, their defense. Uh, Boba Shett struggled last year with airs last season, but he's he's such a solid young star. I know he's going to run it back. Just all the way around, they're very, very solid defensively. They're an A defense, in my opinion, so I'm giving them an A. Yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I, w- I would definitely say – yeah, no, I'll, I'll go with A as well. Honestly, the more I sit here and think about it, you know, they they have they have the gold glover. They have the guy to hang their hat on. They have a lot of athletes around the field, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's an A defense. 100%. Yep, I agree. I think they have a lot of athletes and a lot of dudes who are slightly above average or significantly above average. There's mm-hmm. no real hole, but there's no real person that's not good. Like, everyone is really solid in this lineup. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah, and uh, off that, we'll hit on to uh, prospects. They have the number seven, number 38, and number 80 prospects. So, personally, just real quick, I will hit them with a C, specifically because two of their prospects won't be here for two-plus two years. On the bright side for them, their main prospects should hit here this year, and it is a big position and a catcher, which, you know, that's they need. yeah, they definitely need that can fit right in. He shouldn't have any competition going into that. So if he could, you know, it's this Gabriel Moreno, if he could hit off, you know, could definitely help them this year. On, you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's you could give them a B just based on the how well that fits into what they need this year, and they could compete. And you don't always get those at the same time, so you could talk me into a B. But I'm going with a C just because they are a little, little thin there. 
and you know, number 38 prospect won't be here till 24. Not, the next one's a number 80 prospect. You have no idea if that dude's even going to hit. So I'm, I'm going with the B. I'm, I'm sticking with the B. That was my gut decision. I'm sticking there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go C here, but the only reason why I'm going C is because all of their prospects are in the MLB. Like, most of their team is very young, and a lot of the dudes who were prospects mm-hmm. that we would have been talking about a couple years ago are now in the MLB playing. Like, yeah. their farm system has already developed and got everyone in the MLB. So their, their system now is not that good, mm-hmm. but all of the talent they need to win a championship is already in the MLB. I think they have uh, Pearson yet, a pitcher, um, who might be coming up. I don't know what his status is, but yeah, no, I'm going to give him a C just strictly because they don't even need it. They don't need it. Their talent is already in. And the only thing they need is a catcher, which they should be getting in the number seven prospect. I'm going to agree with Al. I'm, give, I'm giving them a B. You know, their AAA team right now, very, very solid. They're eight and one right now. The rest of them are about third, fourth, fourth in their uh, division. But again, like DJ said, and Al said too, Gabriel Moreno, I think he's going to get called up. It's a big piece at the, Blue Jays need right now. The other two, again, their other two biggest prospects probably won't see them at all this season. But again, Triple A team, very, very solid. I think Moreno is going to be a great fit for the Blue Jays. So I'm going to give them a B. Yep. And so that is a wrap for our AL East. Uh, we'll be covering all other five divisions. So if you want to learn about those divisions, check in for our other podcasts. But this was the summary of our AL East. Thank you for listening. And tune in next time. Peace. Deuces.